All right, welcome to Elevate Youth. Yeah, thanks, Alyssa, thank you. All right, before we move on, we gotta do this. Um, Natalia, would you like to come up and do the honors? Come on up here, come on up here. Give her a hand, guys, give her a hand. Grab your own soda. I don't want you to open mine, that's weird. All right, count us down. All right, okay, three. <laughs> breathe, breathe, breathe. My patience is wearing thin. Okay, three, two, one. Hey, there we go. I forgot to open my own. Okay. All right, now we can start. Welcome to Elevate. Um, you guys just saw, you guys just saw who here would dare say that they are somewhat of a creative person. Raise your hand. Okay, we got a lot of people here, lots of creative people. Aaron, Pastor Aaron is looking for creative people at church to do projects in the church, whether that's a project for like a practical something like a sermon illustration or whatever that looks like, or maybe it's just a fun project just to make something look pretty. Like there's a lot of creative people in the church, and so he's gathering all the creative people in the church and doing this creator's table. It's the fourth Saturday every month, 2 p.m. at Journey Church. Um, if you guys want to find more details about it, you can email me. My email is youth at journeykc.com. Or we will have a sign-up sheet in the back at the welcome table. And all you need to do is just write your name on it. And I will send you an email of information about this, and you can get signed up for that. So Creators Table, if you're creative, find this. Write your name on it at the back of the welcome table. I hope to see you guys there. But we're going to move on with the service. I am very excited for it. Because my wonderful, amazing, beautiful wife, Caitlin, is going to be bringing James chapter 3. So let's give her a big round of applause. <laughs> Got a lot of stuff here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he finally didn't call me his friend. For those of you that don't know, I, I don't know if this is going to ring. i got to grab my computer. Okay. For those of you that don't know, there was a time that Sean introduced me up here, and he called me his friend after we were married. I was going to let the joke go, but Alyssa brought it back up. So, um, carrying on the tradition. I know I'm going to get persecuted for this, but I've still got LaCroix, okay? I don't even know who my friends are. LaCroix people? Yeah. Sparkling water in general people? Wow! Okay, I've got a couple. I've got a couple. We are, we are few but mighty, okay? It's good stuff. It's good for you. It's good for you. Okay, there's something else I was going to say, but that's okay. Um, who actually read James 3 this week? I did. I know my tribe's girls did. Here's the real question. Who put it off to read it until today? I didn't because I had to write a sermon, but otherwise I probably would have. Um, so if you didn't, I'm not an exclusive person. We'll put it up here, and I will also read it. So um, I'm mostly going to focus on James 3, 13 through 18, so we're just going to read that part, because if you've been reading along, you know that they got like two topics every chapter, and I can't do both. I'm sorry. I'm not that talented. So let's go over this. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is, first of all, pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, 
impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. So if you haven't picked up on it, we're talking about wisdom. Uh, and wisdom is a weird word. It's one of those words that there's a lot of ways to think about it. Like one time, I, I like words. I like words a lot. So one of my favorite things is the word run. Think about how many ways you can use the word run. Like you can run down the street or like your nose can run or you can like run a program on a computer. Uh, like there's like, so many. I could, there's probably more I'm not thinking of. But wisdom is one of those. It's a little bit weird. So who has some good words of wisdom they want to share? Raise your hand. This is school. I'm only going to call on people who raise their hand. Nobody? Nobody knows any, like, cool little... So, Sophie. That's a joke. That's not... That's not wisdom. You're already illustrating my point. Nobody... Nobody ever heard, like, a good little saying from their grandma or something? Like, I don't know. Like, don't wear white after Labor Day or something? What? Forrest Gump, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what's inside until you open it. That's a good little... Anybody? Anybody? Julie? Yeah, so if people are being rude to you, hug them. You know, like, kill them with kindness. My mom would always say, kill them with kindness. Nora? Never put a red sock in with the whites in the wash. Fun fact, though... That's not super good advice anymore because they make colors different now. So most clothes you own aren't going to bleed. Kind of cool. Um, so I also have some little words of, oh, I got really loud there. I also have some little words of wisdom to share with you all. Um, so one of the ones I found, it's a little kindness goes a long way. It's a good thing to carry with you. Get seven to ten hours of sleep every night. Uh, I don't need to be a hypocrite. I'm trying. Hey, try. Try, okay? I'm trying to. Um, think before you speak. Um, always do what you are afraid to do. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. I found all these online, by the way. I'm just reading them off. Uh, terrible things always come in threes. Um, and carrying an acorn in your pocket will make you live longer. So, yeah, I can tell. What? The Trinity? I'm not talking about that right now. I'm not talking about that right now. Come back later. Um, come back another week, and we'll talk about it. What's up? I just want to speak, so don't get dead. Yeah, don't, don't die. Um, but as you can tell, that list, that list of wisdom that I read off, kind of started to devolve into maybe not actually good or practical wisdom, right? So the question then is, like, what actually is wisdom? Is this like a, like a life hack, like something off five-minute crafts that doesn't make any sense? Is it, like, just a cool tip, a trick, something your grandma says when you, like, did something stupid? It's like, we, what is wisdom, okay? So, wisdom, as according, as, like, the Bible uses it, if you see the word wisdom in the Bible, it's kind of more like the, like, the capacity or the ability for, I gotta make sure I don't say it wrong, <laughs> the capacity or the ability, like, for your mind to let you understand life from God's perspective, right? So, like, the more you gain wisdom, the more you can understand how God looks at life, how God looks at things. Um, throughout the book of Proverbs, um, the author of, I think at least most of the Proverbs, if not all, is Sol King Solomon. He encourages us to get wisdom. He says that those who get wisdom love life, that it's better to get wisdom than gold, and that those who get wisdom find life and receive favor from the Lord. So wisdom is more than just, like, knowledge. It's more than just, like, knowing something. It's, like, understanding life in this new way. It's a deep understanding of God and, like, his purpose for you. And so wisdom empowers us to live God's way. So as we saw, some of those last bits of wisdom, some things 
maybe not good to follow. I mean, we know. Most of us here are on social media or the internet at some point. And our grown-ups have told us to look out for false information. Our teachers tell us that Wikipedia is not a good source, even though if you ask me it is, because they super fact check everything and like ban people for getting the lengths of ships off by like three centimeters. So fact, here's, here's a tip if you're going back to school. Use Wikipedia, look at the sources, use the source. You're welcome. Um, but back to my point. Uh, not all good sources are good sources, right? There's fake stuff out there. There's fake information. There's stuff people, fun facts, people to post just to get shares and it's not actually true, all that stuff. So the question is, how can we tell the difference between what's true and what's false? And we often think we're really good at that. Uh, we think we're really good at telling what's fake versus what's true. Um, but I want to question that with you really quick with a quick video. So if Maddie, if you want to play that video. So if you didn't know, that is what is called a deep fake. Who's heard of those before? Deep fakes, they freak me out, but I think they're kind of cool. Um, so if you don't know, a deep fake is like face swap on steroids, where they map out somebody's face, obviously, and then can put it onto somebody else's. So that was not Morgan Freeman. That was a guy doing a Morgan Freeman impression, and they used a computer AI to put a different face on his face. And it looked pretty real. Like, that video had me at first. I'm not gonna lie, that video had me at first. And there's lots of those out on the internet. And they're just now starting to get, um, I guess like counter AIs that can detect deep fakes, but they're not 100% accurate. Which means there's most likely at least one video you've seen on the internet, probably of a public figure, that was not real. Like totally 100% fake. So we're not always very good at telling what's true and what's false. So how do we tell the difference? Well, James tells us in chapter three that there are only two kinds of wisdom, okay? It's not some sliding scale. It's not like there's this kind and this kind. There's two. There's two kinds of wisdom only. Um, so let's figure out how to tell the difference. Uh, start at verse 14. Oh, I forgot. Get out your Bible. Get out your Bible if you brought it with you. Get out your Bible app, whatever you got with you. I want you to read along. I forgot that part. I'll give us a minute. Um, so yeah, two kinds of wisdom. It's very easy to tell the difference once you know how. So, verse 14, uh, but if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. So let's keep that up there for a while. Like, look at some of the key words, all right? Like, I'm seeing envy, selfish, unspiritual, uh, demonic, uh, bitter, like this, there's some key words sitting out there. So here's, here's the idea. If you're experiencing these symptoms, if you are bitter, if you are jealous, if you are selfish, if you are envious, then you're going to practice evil. It's like, it's like a gateway drug. You're like, oh, once you start doing this, it's like, it leads to everything else. Cause these are the ones that are easy for us to justify, right? Like, oh, I wish like, I, I was like doing as well as someone else in school or I had their family or you know their closet or, or whatever it is. I wish I had their relationship. That's easy for us to justify, right? Well, I just want it. So it's okay if I'm like kind of jealous of where they are. That's just, I just want it. I, they just have what I want. But that's when it leads you right into everything else, right? It leads you in to other evil, all, it says all evil practices. I'm not even gonna water it down. It says every evil practice. And so that's how you know you're living out of at least, at least a little bit of demonic wisdom. 
If you're seeing these symptoms in your life, if you're seeing a sin or a sin habit that just will not go away, just will not break, probably means you've got a little bit of wrong wisdom in your life. Because here's the thing, like, the evil that you carry with you because of, like, following down this wrong path and you pick it up, you pick up this, this thought pattern, this habit, it weighs you down. It might feel rewarding. It feels good to be mad at people sometimes. Like, oh, I would never do that. Why are they doing that? Why are they like this? It weighs you down, I can tell you. Just especially once you start letting that become a sin habit because it just it separates you from God, as simple as that. Um, it feels rewarding, but you get left empty. You get left sad and hurt. And uh, I went through a phase... Um, it's not a phase, moms. I hate the word phase. But I went through, like, I guess, if we're using Christian words, a season where I questioned a lot of things about my life, about the, the wisdom that I grew up learning. Uh, I turned away from a lot of God's wisdom, and I picked up a lot of earthly wisdom because there's only two kinds. So if it's not God's wisdom, it's earthly demonic wisdom. And so I picked some of that up, and it left me confused, and it left me hurt, and it left me sad, and it left me damaged. And I was questioning everything. I was questioning who I was, what I was into, what I wanted to do. And at the end, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't me. That wasn't who I was. That wasn't what, who I was actually made to be. It was, I was drowning in this sin because this wisdom looked kind of good. And it looked kind of good because I didn't know God's wisdom. So when you don't know, when you don't know what's true, when you don't know what's good, the stuff in the world starts looking kind of good. It's like... It's like I always wonder, you know, there's like food that you're like, ew, that's so gross. I would never eat that. Or like, um, or like even if you're on a desert island, like, I would never eat that until you're hungry. Until you're hungry. And the only thing that's left in the fridge is just like American cheese slices. And you're like, I would never eat that by itself until it's 3 a.m. And you're hungry and you don't want to cook. And those cheese slices start looking kind of good. Like putting that with just like, some ketchup and bread. It looks kind of good because you're hungry. Because you're hungry. Yeah, exactly. But when you're hungry, if you're really hungry, it starts looking kind of good. And it's the same way. When we don't, when we don't know God's wisdom, the world's wisdom starts looking kind of good, and it leads us into this darkness. The only way out of that darkness is God's light. So it's getting close to God. It's replacing the world's wisdom with God's wisdom. So the question is, what does God's wisdom look like? Well. Luckily, James also tells us exactly what to look for for that. It says, the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere, peacemakers who sow in peace, reap a harvest of righteousness. So let's look at those words. It's pure. So if you pick up a piece of wisdom, is it pure? Is it not mixed in with false teaching and evil, selfish desires? Is it peaceful? Is it refusing to stir up quarreling and fighting like other kinds of wisdom will? Is it gentle? It has to be not violent, not harsh, not relentless. Is it friendly, full of goodwill towards others? Is it easily persuaded to give? Is it compassionate? Does it show mercy to other people? Is it generous? Does it do good deeds that praise God? Is it free from prejudice and hypocrisy? And it does it have the true wisdom that leads to goodness and righteousness. So we have to test it. 
if you hear life advice, if you hear tips, if you hear ways of thinking and perspectives on the world, we got to bounce it off God's word. And this is, this is a passage that's just so easy to just say, does it apply to these? Does it fit into this? So goodness is the goal here, right? we got righteousness at the end, which is, can be compared to goodness. And goodness grows out of that seed that the peacemakers sow in peace, right? Goodness and peace, they go together. So it's the same principle here. God's wisdom is the gateway into goodness. If we want to be good people, if we want to be righteous, upright people, this is how. This is the gateway into being more like God. James also says that a wise person has a good, humble life with good, humble deeds. So that's the fruit, right? So if you think about it like trees, um, in our first wisdom, we planted a seed of jealousy, of envy, of bitterness. And over here, we're standing, planting a seed of peace, right? You can see how those are kind of opposite, right? Bitterness and jealousy and envy, that causes division, um, I'm sure she won't mind me sharing, but I've texted Kelsey before, actually, um, and I've let her know, hey, I've been feeling really jealous of you right now. I feel like you're better than me at everything. I feel like you're cooler than me, and it's, because I could feel it. I could feel it tugging at me every time I would talk to her, and it, I, would, like, I could feel it pulling me apart. So if I see this seed of jealousy, of envy, of bitterness that gets planted if I want it to go away, I'm not going to water it. I'm not going to keep going back to these thoughts. I'm not going to say, oh, well, that's just the way it is. I, I'm, this is just how I am. I'm just a jealous person. I'm just an angry person. I'm just a person who fights a lot and gets angry and insists on their own way. No, that's not, that's not how you get over here to the goodness fruit. Okay? It talks about earlier in the passage, which is talking about a different topic, but same principle. You can't get salty water out of a fresh spring. And you can't get fresh water out of a salty spring. So I can't plant a seed of bitterness and get good fruit. Because that's just not how the world works. So if I plant a seed of bitterness, I'm going to get horrible, sinful, disgusting fruit. But if I water this seed of peace, if I water this seed of righteousness, I'm going to get good fruit. You're going to get that stuff we were just talking about. We're going to get peace. We're going to get goodness. We're going to be like God. So we need to get God's wisdom in our life, obviously, right? Can we all agree on that right now? We don't want to pick up earthly demonic wisdom because that, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to veer off my notes a little bit here. There are people, like I said, the, the, the wisdom we talked about earlier, there's good stuff, there's weird stuff, and there's bad stuff. Like, yeah, apple a day keeps the doctor away. They don't literally mean that, but probably not good advice to rely on that for your health. But, like, the phrase, like, oh, terrible things always come in threes. Like, probably not good advice because that's going to keep you in fear. That way when something terrible happens, you're, you're waiting for the next thing. It's going to happen eventually. Stuff like that is like a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? So there are things in this world that you're going to hear from well-meaning people, from people that want to help you, from people who love you, from people who care about you, from people who want the best from you, that are going to hurt you. Those people can give you advice that will kill you, okay? And they might not know it. That's why we have to be aware of this, okay? And I'll be the first to admit, I'm not the most <laughs> fun speaker. I know Sean really is. He's good at that. Um, I just really felt this on my heart because I'll be, I'll be open with you guys. I was going to talk about the other half of James 3. Uh, I did that. I wrote that all out on, like, Friday. And then I had a day off from work on Tuesday, and I was like, I'm just going to finish this sermon up. I'm just going to polish it. It'll be done. It'll be ready. It'll be good. 
And uh, halfway through that, God said, no, you knew you were supposed to talk about wisdom. You were scared. And I was. I was scared to talk about it because this is a heavy topic. Um, but I don't want to shy away from a heavy topic because I love you guys too much, okay? Because there is so much wisdom out there trying to kill you. And I want you to be aware. I want you to be aware. So here's how you get that good wisdom in your life. I just, I just want you to understand how serious this is. Like, this is a big deal. This can change the course of your life. I want you to avoid the problems that I fell into around your age because I just didn't know. I just didn't know that people could have good intentions and still cause harm anyway. So if you hear wisdom, bounce it off while we talked about later. Here's how to get good wisdom. I'm actually going to do it now. Here's how to get good wisdom. Uh, in Proverbs 2.4, it says, Look for wisdom as you would for silver and search for it as you would for hidden treasure. So it's pretty important. Um, so step one, uh, desire wisdom. Uh, the Bible says, The beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom. That is not a paraphrase. That is in the Bible, Proverbs 4, 7. So if you want to get wise, here's step one. Get wise, okay? Get into it. Get that wisdom. Pick it up. Put it in your pocket, okay? That's, that's all it takes. And if you're sitting here and maybe you're like, wow, Caitlin talks a lot and she's really loud and I don't know how this applies to me and this is like my first time here, you know, and all this stuff, and I'm like, fine, whatever. But here's the thing. Maybe you don't want wisdom yet. Maybe you, you don't know why this is so important. Maybe you don't have a desire to read your Bible or get close to God. But you, like, want to want it. Have you guys ever had that? Like, I want to want to exercise and, like, eat healthy and stuff, which I've been doing pretty good at. But, like, you, you want to want it. So if you're there and you want to want it or you want to want to want it, just pray about it. Just say, God, I, I want to want to get wisdom. I want to want a relationship with you. That's okay. God gets it. You're not the first person. Trust me, I've been there. So pray, pray to desire wisdom if you don't yet. That way you can get wisdom, okay? Step two, the Bible says, respect God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding, Proverbs 9.10. So if we are in a place where we say, I know, I know who God is. He is holy. He is so different from me. He knows so much more than I could ever know. He knows better than I do every time. That's wisdom. That's how you get wisdom. That's how you keep wisdom. That's how you live wise. Okay. Uh, step three, the Bible. 2 Timothy 3.16. All scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Put this one after the first one for a reason because uh, it says that it's given by God. So if you don't trust God, it doesn't matter if the Bible's from God because you don't care. But this, if you know and respect and have a relationship with God, then you got to do the same for the Bible, right? Because that's, that's literally like his thoughts written down for us. That's his history written down for us. And so let, read again, all of it is inspired by God. Can we say all? Thank you. I used to, I used to help in I used to help in kindergarten, so, you know, I, that comes out sometimes. So all scripture is given by inspiration of God. So does that mean that if this verse makes me feel icky, I can forget about it? No. Good job, guys. Uh, it does not mean that. It does not mean that if this makes me feel uncomfortable and makes me question if I really know the character of God, does that mean I can forget that verse? 
No, it does not, okay? Because I've been there. There's verses that out of context or without the knowledge of the historical context, it's a little weird. <laughs> and I don't really know how to feel about it, but you just got to get into it. And so if you have questions about what you read in the Bible, you're not sure how you feel about it, follow the next few steps. These are in a specific order for a specific reason. All right, step number, what are we on? Four. Thank you. Step number four on how to get righteousness. Other people. Guess what? Some people are smarter than you. I didn't realize that until like last year. Okay, no, like for real. For real. Okay, I was the quote-unquote gifted kid. I went to a tiny school. I was in the gifted program. I was so much smarter than everybody in my grade. Um, And it took me way too long to realize that people are smarter than me. People know more things than me. I don't have to correct people every time because sometimes they're right. Like, it was so bad that I would just make stuff up to sound smart. People would be like, do you know, like, what it's like in this random country you've never heard of? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's like this. They have this kind of culture. Their language is kind of like this. Like, I would make it up on the spot to sound smart, okay, because I had to be the smartest person. But guess what? Other people are smarter than you. Okay, so Proverbs 12, 15, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man is the one who listens to counsel. So key word here, the fool in the Bible is someone who knows what to do, but doesn't do it anyway. So that person thinks they're right. They're like, I know what God says. I know what he says about me. I know what he says about the world, but they don't follow it. They don't do it. They don't live it out. But the wise man is someone who listens to other people. Someone who will lay aside their idea that, oh, well, God told me. It's like, like, uh, wasn't that Aaron that said that? God said, right? Um, They're willing to lay that aside for a second to listen to the more wise people around them, okay? So uh, the last thing is prayer. James 1.15, if you lack wisdom, let them ask God who gives generously without reproach He's not going to punish you for it, and you'll get it. So you just have to ask. He's not going to judge you. He's not going to be like, oh, you should have known that. He's just going to give it to you. So I'm going to have the worship team come up um, because I'm running long, even though I thought it would be short. Um, So here's the thing. Like I said, people are going to tell you wrong things, okay? They're going to tell you wrong things, even if they don't know it's wrong things. Some people will tell you wrong things because they know it's wrong things, and they're out to get you. But don't live in fear of that, okay? Because now you guys know. You have this knowledge. It's your job to apply it and make it wisdom, to live by it, okay? So the last couple things I want to say, obviously we know not all wisdom is good wisdom, right? It's not all good. Some of it's bad. Some of it's out there to trick you, like fake Morgan Freeman trying to trip you up. If you get to see a fake Morgan Freeman online, don't let him tell you nothing. That was supposed to be funny. I'm sorry. Uh, thank you, Sophie. You're my favorite. Okay. Um, okay. 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 Hey, you guys didn't laugh, so. Um, okay. Focus. Focus, focus, focus. So, the main takeaway I see from the verse about, you know, pure, peace-loving, humble. Think about those things, okay? I'm, I'm going to read them one more time just so we can see them. It is pure. It is Peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy, full of good fruit, impartial, sincere, peaceful. That reminds me of God. Those words remind me of God. So here's the thing. If you hear something and it doesn't make you think of God, it's probably not good wisdom. 
because God's wisdom always aligns with God's character, okay? That's just, that's who he is. So if you're saying like, hey, I've got like this sin in my life or this thought pattern in my life or whatever, and you don't want it there, you probably got some false wisdom. Um, So check your thoughts. Check what you're listening to. Do they line up with who God is? Do the messages from maybe the shows and movies you watch line up with who God is? Do the messages from the songs you listen to on repeat all day line up with who God is? Because those are sources of wisdom too. They're trying to tell you stuff too. They're trying to get in your ear too. So um, if you all want to stand up, I want to pray with you. Um, So Father God, I speak a blessing over this church. I say that they will stand true and stand tall in your wisdom, Lord. Uh, Open up their minds, open up their ears and their eyes to see who you are and what your wisdom looks like. I ask, Lord, that you would also make any false wisdom that they have heard, are hearing, or will hear stand out like a neon sign. Let it stick out. Let it become ugly to them. Lord, I speak that they are edified. They are strengthened. Let them go out and be carriers of wisdom. Be carriers of truth. Lord, purify their hearts to follow your wisdom, to follow your ways. Let them be strengthened in Jesus' name. So, um, as always, the band's going to play a song. Um, But I have a challenge for you while we do that. Um, Think, okay? Think about your life. Think about where you are. Think about how you feel the majority of the time. Uh, Think about what you're listening to, what kinds of people you're listening to, the fruit of your life the wisdom you've been living by. Maybe you don't even sing during this last song. That's fine. I don't sing sometimes. Sometimes I'll just sit and I'll listen. I'll talk to God. So think. Think about where you are. Think about what you're doing. And talk with him. And see. Because we all got it. I know I've got pieces of worldly wisdom I've, I've still got carrying around with me. And I don't know where it is. So think about it. Talk to God. He loves talking to you. He will show you. If you ask, he'll show you. If you ask for wisdom, he'll show you. So I'm going to have the worship team come up to the front as well. And if you need help figuring out what it is you got going on, if you know what it is and you want it gone, ask. Ask for prayer, okay? We're here for you. Think, reflect, and at the very least meditate on, like, God's wisdom. Meditate on things you do know that are good and true. And maybe that pushes you into just a time of joyful worship. I know it does for me. So whatever it looks like for you, just partner with God right now and do like a nice little check-in, okay? Just talk with him. So I'm going to pray one last time. Lord, I said before, open up our eyes, open up our minds, open up our hearts. Let us see the world your way and accept your wisdom into our hearts. Show us what to get rid of and what to hold on to and let this time just glorify you in Jesus' name.